It's the best bits of the all-day breakfast. Reheated on SID 90.7. We're back on the all-day breakfast on Sin 90.7. It is Australia's latest breakfast show. <laughs> and it's a throwback. It's just like the old days. It's oh. me and you, Eli, in here. Josh, me, you, and guests. <laughs> yeah, and special guests. Uh, hang, Brent... on, hang on, we've got guests this week? We do. We High actually five. managed to book somebody. Yes! <laughs> Who are they? Uh, we have Zoe and the Milkmen, Zoe and Louie from the band Zoe and the Milkmen, coming on to mm-hmm. play us a song live in studio, which I'm very, very excited about. Keen as. We've also, also got Dr. Josh. He's back from academic conferences, here to school us on everything you need to know. Hopefully he's been keeping his body and mind fit in the off-season. <laughs> Trust me, he has. I can't <laughs> wait to hear from him. And we will hear from Brent on his adventures in Tasmania. Australia's most absent. Breakfast host. <laughs> he's just a serial, serial absentee from this show. But mm-hmm. um, he's always on in spirit and he will be on the phone later. You're on the all-day breakfast on Sin 90.7. And first up, we've got Baby by Penel. Half a day is gone and the best is still to come on the all-day breakfast on Sin 90.7. News time. It's the all-day breakfast bulletin with Josh Parrish. Okay, what? It was Brent last week. Bonnie's. This is Bonnie's thing. Oh, look, we have a rotating cast of, of news presenters here oh. on the all-day breakfast. It's. I, I think it's time I got my shot in the, the full-time news hot seat rather than being askew to the side with this kind of weather report <laughs> nonsense. I want to be on the main desk, Eli. This is what I want. I want my opportunity. So just give this to me, all right? I had a hard time shoehorning weather references into the jokes this week. <laughs> <laughs> all right, have a crack. All right, let's go. Give me that sound bed, Eli. Pump it up. I need that dramatic music. All right. Sales of Ego's frozen waffles are up a staggering 11% this week, as fans stock up in anticipation of the return of Stranger Things. Independent studies have confirmed that Ego's are the only foodstuff which which can sustain your body through an eight-hour Netflix binge after a busy day of intense eye contact and telekinesis-induced nosebleeds. McDonald's have wisely refused to stock Ego's in their stores, having learnt the hard way not to underestimate crazy internet fandoms. A quick market update now, and the currently accepted black market exchange rate for one packet of chicken nugget Szechuan sauce is approximately one Volkswagen hatchback. (laughs) Stranger Things has garnered praise for its convincing depiction of the Upside Down, a dystopian parallel universe full of terrifying creatures that want to have you for dinner. This has not gone over well Upside Down Under, and Malcolm Turnbull is sure to issue a statement condemning this offensive satirical take on Australia. (laughs) Or he will, once the first season of Stranger Things has finally finished buffering on his laptop. (laughs) Former opposition leader Tony Demogorgon-Abbott has tweeted his excitement about the new season, predicting that the old monster might not have been vanquished after all. Meanwhile, his colleague Peter Dutton has buffed up border protection to prevent illegal aliens from reaching our dimension. (laughs) And spicy Young Labor meme pages have spent the week attempting to capitalise on all this 1980s nostalgia by repeatedly sharing that clip of Bob Bob Hawke sculling a beer. And in a major win for the Free the Nipple campaign, Justin Timberlake has been booked to play Super Bowl LYI halftime show, XIV years after the infamous wardrobe malfunction with Janet Jackson. Timberlake has said he is honoured by the recall and looks forward to being attacked by the President on Twitter in IV month's time. And that's all for the All Day Breakfast Bulletin. It's the All Day Breakfast Traffic Report on SIN 90.7. Hit it. Mm-hmm. That's, the, that's the pulse of Melbourne. 
It's time to check the traffic if the document works. <laughs> few malfunctions with the helicopter today, Eli. Yeah, yeah, a few malfunctions in the bloody helicopter. We can't can't get those rotating blades spinning quite in time sometimes. No. All right, here we go. Eli in the sky with the traffic. A nursing student completing her final exams has had a devastating start to her new career after discovering she's actually germophobic. <laughs> Hospital warden Jenny, who's been watching her while she was on her placement, said, well, she's she was puking when I asked her to do the adult nappy rounds the other week, but I'm glad she knows about it now so she can be treated for it. The student, who didn't want to be named out of fear of being ragged on relentlessly, said her treatment program is going well. And don't even think about shaking a hand if it's not sanitised, all right? (laughs) (laughs) Chaos in a fridge in Northcote earlier this week after one of the housemates reached for what they thought was normal milk actually turned out to be three weeks out of date. Niall, keeper of the milk, (laughs) said, yeah, no, it would have been a bit hard to see it because it's kefir milk and... The bottles aren't quite transparent, so yeah, unlucky, really. <laughs> After a few days of heavy spewing, the affected roommate's well-being has returned to normal, with the only side effect being checking expiry dates on an hourly basis. <laughs> Other than that, the dog parks are quite packed at the moment, and the lycra levels in Melbourne's bike lanes are really squashed at the moment. And if you want to see someone wearing a mean set of servo sunnies while being squashed... That may be the place for you. That's all in traffic. <laughs> Over to you with weather. No, there's no weather anymore. Okay. No, sorry. I couldn't serve it up this week. Fine then. A bit of a hypochondriac theme mm-hmm. throughout in the traffic this week. Are you feeling all right, mate? Specifically milk-related for our guests, though. <laughs> Great segue. That's the, be- yeah. the best segue I've heard. Oh, yes. So up next, we have Zoe and Louie from Zoe and the Milkman. They're going to be chatting to us and playing a song live in studio. But first, what have we got? Oh, my favourite 19... 19- so this band's been around for 40 years. My favourite Brazilian funk band, Azumeth, with Ed Lincoln, featuring Fabiola and Marcio Lott. We're putting the kettle on with the all-day breakfast on Sin 90.7. Mm-hmm. Azumeth, my favourites. Ed Lincoln, featuring Fabiola, Marcio Lott. ba 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 da ba da ba Sorry. All right. Uh, before you do a complete, uh, complete acapella rendition, there we do have some guests in the studio, some uh, some jazz fans in the studio as well. Mm-hmm. Please welcome Louis and Zoe from Zoe and the Milkmen. Good up, guys. How are we doing today? Hi guys. So good. Feeling the. I mean, those swap back vibes might be getting us down, oh, but uh, I found a really good Spotify playlist today, so it's okay. It's all fine. I'm anti-Spotify, <laughs> I have to say. Oh, well, let's get straight into it. Why well, is that? It... Okay, this is going to sound wanky as hell now, but I really don't like... It's got this weird compression on it, and mm. it kind of... Because I'm an Apple Music guy, and I think that was just out of practicality, because I just kind of had all my stuff on app, on iTunes, and I'm like, I can't really be bothered switching platforms now. Okay. But now I listen to the same song between Spotify and iTunes. And Spotify's got this weird compression about it. And then, like, if you go into, like, the artist sort of backdrop and stuff, like, everyone gets screwed over by Spotify because their, like, money sort of split system is, mm. isn't is sort of based on amount of listens or anything like that. It's like okay. an order sort of thing. But How anyway. has that affected your career? Not at all <laughs> right now, personally, because I sort of make no money from music and we have no music out there at all. But it kind of frustrates me as a musician who knows people who are trying to make money. Yeah, damn. Right, so damn. you're a massive audiophile then, I assume. A little bit. 
If we're ever trying to get on Spotify, I wouldn't say that again. Yeah, look. <laughs> okay, I'm not going to crap on Spotify for the whole day. That was just something that I thought was kind of relevant to <laughs> just put in there. Nothing like raw vinyl, though, am I right? You are very right. Mm. I p- picked up some very nice vinyls in the last couple of days. I got Off the Wall by Michael Jackson. Not which bad. Which is an incredible album. Mm-hmm. If anyone hasn't listened to that, it's like really classic funk sort of soul, Michael Jackson. Yeah. They're it's especially the great for like sticking up on your wall. They look really good in your room. Yeah, and yeah. then you can tell stories about it. You've just you've just put your head in your hands. Why is that? Zoe, <laughs> Zoe is like the most sort of like persona musician that I know. Zoe loves to let everybody know that she's a musician. Aww. You walk into her room, and there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff going on. Lot of stuff that generally Louis, gets touched. you're out of the band. <laughs> I keep you out of the band. Oh wow, drama here, live on air. Yeah. So. What's it all about? How would you describe the sound of Zoe and the Milkman for the people who oh, haven't seen you live and have uh, no way to listen to you other we than actually... live radio performances? <laughs> <laughs> these yeah. massive live radio performances. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we've actually spoken about this before. We're a bit of a mixture. Mm-hmm. We've got some. Um, we've got a bit of like soul. Some of our songs have a bit of soul in them. We've got. Um, God, what else do we have? We've got a bit of rocky, more of a rocky vibe in some of our songs. And then we've got some poppy songs. And uh, yeah, uh, we've got yeah. a blues song. I think, in, yeah. I, th- I think for like anyone who sort of likes, like if anyone has like a jazz background, yep. you'll find something in there that you can grasp onto. Like okay. I'm, I'm a metal kid sort of through and through. So hey, like, I, so am I. Well, that, that's like where I got, that's what I got brought up on. Mm. So and that's where I got my start. So if you're into that kind of stuff, like we've got a little bit in there for you as well. If yeah. you're into sort of indie rock, there's bits and pieces mm. in there for you. Sounds We're just like trying to be the full package band, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The entire spectrum. <laughs> yeah? Yeah, pretty much. Exactly. That's literally what we're trying to do. Because we've all come from different backgrounds. Like James, our bassist, is like doing classical composition. Oh, so like right. little bits yeah. of his things will get sort of thrown in there every now and then. How does, how does like if you come up with a little line, a little little hot ditty. Yeah, yeah. Per oh, yeah. se, like, oi, James. Can you can you just bloody write something to this? How do you go when he you get a little impro mixed with classic composition? How does that go when he's so structured and you're just like uh, idea? Because his his main um, instrument is guitar uh-huh. and he's playing bass. Okay. So it is a bit different. It's like I guess it's hard to play classical bass. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, you don't really hear the fat bass drop yeah. in, uh, you know, yeah, no, too true. many classical bark tunes. Yeah, I think exactly. a classical bass is called a cello <laughs> or a double yeah. bass, double bass, yeah, yeah contrabass yeah. or something like that. Yeah, um, yeah. Like, I don't know. We have a pretty interesting writing process, though. Like, mm-hmm. we were lucky enough that when we came into this kind of being like, "Hey, we should try and do some stuff together." Yep. Zoe had like a million songs kind of written. <laughs> but they sort of weren't written for a band that was yeah, like, hey, I'm yeah. a solo pianist, I'm going to write these songs and we're going to play them, you know. Sort of help me I'm out. I'm just going to be emotional and take all these lovely stops sort of here and there. <laughs> and then we were sort of like, okay, well, we can't really do that live. Let's try and turn this into a sort of a band scenario. So we had like a bunch of lyrics written and some sort of vague chord ideas and then threw all of our little sort of bits and pieces in there to spice it up with the tasty sauce, I suppose yeah. you could say. Speaking of Zoe's solo stuff, I, I quite liked your Triple J and Earth bio when it said, Zoe Marshall sounds like Zoe Marshall. Yeah. <laughs> I said that. It was the first thing I said to you when I met you. You're just like, hey, we're both going to VCA. And you're like, you should check out my Unearthed. And I did. And I'm just like, 
Did you say you sound like yourself on no, your bio? Well, I don't know. Like, when you ask who do you sound like, I don't know. We're all unique snowflakes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like... I do want to ask, what, what is it like taking all those ideas, a million of them, and now having, you know, little minions to bring them to life in a oh. full orchestrated kind of... Oh, it's, yeah, no, it's, it's amazing. I do love it because um, it's nice to get other people's ideas and... Nice to know that they actually like like the songs. Cause it's probably it is actually scary when you show someone a new song and you're mm-hmm. like, oh my god, this could be really bad. But um, no, yeah, no, it's it's really fun to hear the ideas they come up with for the songs, and so far they've turned out pretty cool. And I not like I haven't expected some of them. Like one of my songs we'll play today mm-hmm. was written acoustically and. When we play it with the band, it is so different to like the acoustic version. It turns into like it, a massive rock. It's it's like a punk song. Yeah, like much. literally a punk song. Did not see me ever singing punk, but here I am. <laughs> yeah. Like literally, when we sing it live, get the uh, like head banging in. Yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure, like at the last gig, I was doing the last chorus, like double kicks on the floor, just like, <laughs> doing this massive last so chorus, just losing my mind. <laughs> so, so fun. That collaboration takes you in unexpected directions. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's fun. Brilliant. So we're gonna hear that soon, right after mm. a song request. I do believe you've got a mysterious one. Mm, I do. What is it? Uh, well, I don't want to give you any preconceived ideas. Okay. So. So, so so we're just going to play it. You want to just get the listeners into it without judgment, is that yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. Well, I showed I this to you last night, didn't I? Yeah, I was so surprised. And I, I did exactly the same as what we're about to do to, to the listeners, and Zoe was, like, blown away. So. Yeah. Okay, so, so we'll just press play. Gonna, yeah, just press play. And then we'll be back right after this with Zoe and the Milkman on the all-day breakfast in 90.7. She walked away through a cheap pack of cigarettes. Went home. And that was none other than um, our Harry Styles, everyone. Do you remember that pop quintet band? That yeah, was, the One Directions. Yeah, the One Directions. Classic. That was them. That, was, that wasn't Arctic Monkeys. No, <laughs> no, yeah, no. That wasn't I'm flabbergasted. What the, on earth ha- Yeah, happened? Harry Styles. He, he finally found his style. The oh, oh, hey, 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 yeah. that happened. Hang on. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Excellent. So thanks for that. You, what, and what do we what do we got next though? Oh, this is um this is Goosebumps. Yeah. Uh, by Zoe and the Milkmen, mm-hmm. live here in the studio. All right. All day breakfast in studios. We have Zoe and the Milkmen with Goosebumps. Take it away. Get shivers when I'm listening. Whoa. And I feel cold in the summer. Whoa. Goosebumps, 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 gooseb
Sorry. Mount, yeah. Sowing the milkman, that was extraordinary. Oh, what a performance here. Our first ever live performance in studio here on the All Day Breakfast on Sin 90.7. Let's do more of that. That was, again, I, I think Eli had the mic off. So it was Zoe and the milkman with Goosebumps, <laughs> if you're just tuning in. Yeah, nice key that change was, at the end. That was, that was a belter. <laughs> yeah, thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Absolutely yeah. amazing. Now, look, we've, we've asked you a lot of questions here on the show today. We've, you know, we, we, we've plunged the depths of your musical origins and influences, but we have not yet asked you the big question. You know, Ooh. this question is so big, it has its own harmony. This question oh, oh. is no. so big, uh, Eli had to turn the volume down when it changed key. It kept clipping <laughs> in the master. It, it, it's, it's so big, it's gone platinum, it's going to put a record up on its wall. Zoe and the Milkman, are you ready for the big question? I don't know if I am. No, I don't think I am either. <laughs> Cue Stinger! Sally Marshall. Louis, I can't remember what your last name is. <laughs> it's all right, we'll just stick with Louis. <laughs> Sally and the Milkman, what do you eat for breakfast? Oh, God, that is a big question. I think you should go um, first, Zoe. Um, oh, God, I, well, I, I think you guys will be happy to hear that um, I've actually made a big change in my life. Mm-hmm. I do go through um, breakfast phases. Um, at the moment, recently, I've changed to a rice bubbles phase. Uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> Going from? Uh, wheat Bix. Okay. Yep. Yep. So, the so classic big, wheat Bix. Big health kick then. Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and before that, I was in the Nutrigrain phase. Yeah. Um, and because I just, I love milk, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> even even though I don't drink milk because I'm lactose intolerant, I, I still love it. <laughs> that was my other question that I didn't get to. Can I ask, with the Zoe and the Milkman, which yeah. milk are you? Are you A2? Are you soy? Are you lactose well, free? That, that, yeah, that's the thing because we, we like to have a wide variety of milks because for for everyone that listens to us, we should just like be there for everyone and whatever they drink, we're there for them. <laughs> hey, Zoe. All types of milk. Hey, Zoe. I just want milk that tastes like real milk. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, rice bubbles for you. Yeah. What about you, Louis? Well, <laughs> you see, I'm breakfast and I have a temperamental relationship mm. insofar as I struggle when I don't eat breakfast, but I rarely give breakfast the time that it deserves. So mm. it's usually a rushed breakfast. I think I'm in a Nutrigrain phase right now. Oh, but I'm very quickly moving out of this because there is an awesome Turkish sandwich for like $2 at this place on the way to uni that I think I've had every day for the last fortnight. So it's like a Turkish bread and chicken and cheese like wrap. Okay, so, so it's, it's good for on the go. Yeah, it's a very quick, cheap mm. sort of... So that's, that's my breakfast right now. Yeah, wow. No milk though. No milk. Oh, I have my uh, I have my double espresso shot as my coffee in the morning. How are you going to go with your your harmonious bones growing them? My you know? harmonious mm. bones. Yeah, because you're hitting those harmonies before. Yeah, well, clearly, yeah. for all the listeners out there, I'm actually six four and weigh <laughs> one hundred and ten kilos. Couldn't had to walk through sideways door frame. <laughs> so gargantuous that I just couldn't fit in the door. But um, I don't think bone size is really an issue for me <laughs> right now. <laughs> I'm not really too worried Ask about just bulking up too high. <laughs> yeah. I, love milk. I still have my growing phase to go. 
Excellent. Right. Well, regardless of what milk you drink, what variety you are, Zoe and the Milkman, you always deliver. And thanks so much for joining us on the All Day Breakfast. Good on you guys. Thanks, thanks so guys. much thanks for, for having that. us. Do you guys want to stick around? We'd yeah, love to. Yeah. All right. Bloody good to have you. Stick around for Dr. Josh after the break. What have we got up next, Eli? Look, we've got, we're going to 1970s Vietnam. Oh. And it's, and it's way good. So it's Hung Kwong and Mei Lee Huen, and they're singing a song for each other, and it's a belter. All Day Breakfast, scene 90.7. We're burning your toast on the All Day Breakfast, scene 90.7. Sounds of Saigon here on the All Day Breakfast. That was 1970s Vietnam. Yes. With Huang Quang and Mei Li Huynh with Song for Each Other. Mm-hmm. I hope I did a decent job at the pronunciation there. Now, on the line, we have the favourite guest of the show, the fan favourite. Yes. People have been begging us to get him back on. Mm-hmm. He's the All Day Breakfast resident expert, Australia's foremost dispensary of knowledge, wisdom and Sharon's. It's Dr. Josh Smith. Welcome to the show, mate. Good to be back, guys. How are you going? Yeah, so good. So good. Now, mate, for those who don't know, Dr. Josh Smith, he actually plays in Collingwood FC and he's a proven academic. Dr. Josh, you've been away for a few weeks. During that time, AFL trade season ran its course and we're just wondering, has that affected you at all? Yes, well, it's. Um, I guess it's easy to assume it may have affected me, but... Um... No, unfortunately, I can only conclusively conclude the only thing I was up to during trade period was catching up with some academic colleagues of mine and <laughs> indulging in some more scientific discoveries up north. So um, I do know, however, the AFL draft is coming up and yep. uh, my colleagues and I are watching with interest over the next couple of weeks to scout, I guess, for a couple of potential future colleagues to assist in drafting my next thesis so um, we actually are pretty busy in this off season no moves for me but um we're watching with interest all right so so what's this next thesis going to be about well it's going to be centered around uh the catchphrase i'm sure you guys have heard of it why do bad things happen to good people um i'm not usually one to complain but uh after two and a half weeks up north just recently in the supposedly sunny queensland uh, it was safe to say I was left confused as to why I did not witness one ray of sunshine for the entirety of the trip. So I'm just assuming there's a lot of science around that. So I'll be indulging into that over the next couple of days. All right. That's a tragic story. And hopefully you get to the bottom of this injustice. So to astronomy now, an area where your first PhD thesis uh, took place, yeah? Yeah, I guess you could say astronomy is my one wooden goal for... Uh, my bread and butter. So, um, actually, speaking of that, I've actually had some astronomically good toast for breakfast this morning. <laughs> Two slices of peanut butter. Literally out of this world, it was that good. <laughs> <laughs> so, thanks for keeping with the theme of the show there. So, no, uh, I got me sidetracked. <laughs> scientists have discovered that the dwarf planet Humea, just a few streets back from Neptune, has some small rings orbiting around it. What techniques did they use to discover this? Uh, quite a simple answer this one actually can't really expand too much but um, a couple of friends of mine borrowed uh, one of my real massive telescopes I had, I had a spare one in the garage so um, I handed over to them and um, in combination with that we just threw a bit of Pythagoras theorem in there um, 
And I'm sure you guys know from year eight and nine maths, this formula can solve anything. Like, eat your brains, let it waste them. Um, how big your local surf break's going to be tomorrow morning. So, um, uh, the, uh, I pronounce it Humier, not Humier, but the Humier uh, having rings on it. It's not really noteworthy in my opinion, but uh, a couple of a couple of novice astronomy followers seem to be interested. <laughs> of course, sorry, we we forgot you are Australia's most knowledgeable radio doctor, uh, Doctor Josh. Stargazers are excited this month at the prospect of seeing Uranus orbiting closest to Earth, closer to Earth than it's ever been, meaning it's more visible to the naked eye. Now, Doctor Josh, what's the best? way to get a great view of Uranus? Uranus is actually a beautiful thing to see. In terms of astronomy, it's my actual favourite planet. I, um, I've indulged a lot of a lot of my time into there, so mm-hmm. um, I can't exclusively reveal the best way to see Uranus is um, just to simply drop your dax and bend over. Um, you will get a clear... <laughs> You will get a clear view of Uranus, and you don't even have to leave the house to see it. No telescopes, no nothing. So, um, I may add, yep. regularly checking Uranus is a great way to monitor digestional health, and I would recommend for all listeners to do that at least twice a week. <laughs> okay. Look, great advice there. Brilliant advice. I'm going to take that one on. Yeah, look, obviously... That's probably why you lent your telescope out to those novice astronomers. You mm. don't even need it. You can just bend over and do it yourself. Don't need it. Right. Use a mirror if you've got one. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Josh, thank you so much for joining us on the all-day breakfast on. once more. I think, I think there's one more question. Have you got, have you got one, yeah, one more? Yeah, All right. I, I just want more out of the rafters, just before you go, finally. Not, not, people know, not many people know that Earth had a massive near-miss with an object this month. It flew through space. How close did it come to nearly hitting us, Dr. Josh? Another question on the fly. Uh, it's good to see a lot of questions today, but yeah, um, yeah, it did come. It did come quite close. I um, I got pinged around midnight last week from uh, my astrology group chat. Yep. Um, <laughs> just with the uh, Southern Observatory team in Chile. Yep. That it was gonna come a few meters away from Earth. Um, it was called the 2012 TC4, and it's a part of the Apollo asteroid group, which consists of hundreds of different. Different okay. rocks, sorry. Yeah. But um, ended up being a false alarm. But, guys, I can tell you where there's going to be an actual collision this week. Mm-hmm. Apollo from the Bachelorette is scheduled to crash headfirst into Sophie Monk's heart this Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> She's expected to publicly, publicly gravitate his massive planet-like biceps and give him a nice promise ring in return for large amounts of media exposure. So stars are aligning there, guys. Big news in the astrology world. I can't wait. Thursday night. Oh, this is why you're my favourite thing in the entire universe. Sorry, sorry to keep you more than more than our allocated time, but mate, it has been an absolute pleasure having you on Australia's latest breakfast show. Thank you so much for coming by. Thank you. See you guys. All right. What a man. What a man. All right. Next up, we have the Avalanches with "If I Was a Folk Star" featuring Toro Imo. <sighs> Nice feelings by the Avalanches. No, it's actually called If I Was a Folk Star by Feature- Toro Imoa. Yes, featuring Toro Imoa. You know what folk star we have in the studio? Yeah, um, that wasn't a canned laughter track that you heard with Dr. Josh. No. Um, although, with Eli's audio editing skills, you could be forgiven. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, yeah, we still got 
Zoe and the Milkman here with us. And uh, have you got some, some gigs coming up? Something to plug? Yeah. Um, well, hey, so last week we um, played at Howlers. Um, if you've heard of Howlers, it's, oh, yeah. in, it's on Sydney Road, I think. Um, yeah, it's just yeah, off Sydney Brunswick. Road. Yeah. Was it a Howler? It yeah, was a oh, it was a damn howler. I have was. to say, it was a hoot and a half. Yeah, sorry. Good <laughs> 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 Just got to use those, the sound effects. Yeah, the, those audio engineering skills coming in full hop right there. YouTube, I, university. I quite enjoy howler because it doesn't just have a band room. It's got a table tennis table. Oh, <laughs> it's got a good vibe. It there. even has a green room. Like we got free. <laughs> you think that's you think green... that's you know common sort of yeah, place, no, but we it's... often just sort of throw our gear like side of stage because they're mm. just like yeah, you can just chuck it wherever you want. Yeah. <laughs> so it's nice. Have a room, and there's a fridge in there. The, and there was heaps of free the, beer. Yeah, we didn't take part, all of your beer. We just took half of it. Howler, don't worry about it. <laughs> the best part about the whole thing was we actually accidentally headlined Howler. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Because our um our bass player he had um his classical guitar exam on, so we had to push it back. So we accidentally headlined Howler. So now we can claim on our resume, yeah, we headlined Howler. <laughs> no songs, <laughs> headlined Howler. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, so yeah. But really quick, if anyone's interested, we have a Facebook page, mm-hmm. and we're playing a festival called Vu's Festival in Seymour. Yeah, it's in, in early December with a whole bunch of other Melbourne bands like Brunga's Band and stuff yeah. if you wow. guys are familiar with them which is pretty exciting so if yeah. you want to find out more about that come over to the old Facebook page and we'll hit you up with some personal information I can give a recommendation and an Urban Spoon review right here and say worth seeing I saw it live about 20 minutes ago bloody belter oh, <laughs> good on you mate thank you I really really oh, appreciate thanks. it five, yeah. five stars on Yelp <laughs> <laughs> thanks would yeah. get around typically responds instantly to the to, <laughs> to the performance <laughs> yeah if you had a Facebook page personally that was what it would say under the message bracket <laughs> responds in, in sub negative minutes yeah, yeah. <laughs> response before performance has occurred <laughs> yeah loneliness is fun tell you who else is lonely is Brent he's actually performing comedy down in Tasmania Australia's lo- most absent breakfast Host. Brent joins us on the line now. Mate, how are you? Yeah, good, guys. Uh, must be some extra people in the studio. I can hear people with talent. How are you? Yeah, not... <laughs> been replaced. Yeah, we've been replaced. <laughs> <laughs> are, are you guys... Did you guys say you're a band? <laughs> we, we're trying. <laughs> no, yeah. good on you. You've replaced, you've replaced a comedian with musicians. That's probably more stable. <laughs> <laughs> we beg to differ, but... <laughs> At least you guys get paid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we yeah, get a look. few like silver coins thrown at us on the street when we bust. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's all right. As long as you've never had to sleep in your car because you didn't know if you could make it to the gigs and you're doing well. <laughs> yeah, the main difference is when Brent gets coins thrown at him, it's not an appreciation. <laughs> yeah, it's mostly in an effort to cause me physical pain. <laughs> <laughs> and I believe Brent, you've you've had coins thrown at you last night because you're performing comedy down in Tasmania. That's why you're late. Or well, absent from the show. Well, I say I'm late. I, I put my, I put my uh, leave in with Pam at PR. So, oh, yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, uh, yeah, I'm getting talking right now. It's been good. Uh, I did a, did a good gig last night uh, in Lancaster. You saw me a first two, which is uh, with another Melbourne comedian, Irish guy. He's good. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, it was a uh, really fun night. Uh, about to go to Hobart again tonight. Uh, there's some gigs going on at Jokes Comic Club. And then the last one I had is tomorrow, uh, which is uh, Cold Comedy in Hobart. So if there's any Hobart listeners, feel free to come on down to that one. Say hello. Hey, Brent. But, uh, uh, then I'll be back, boys. I couldn't leave you alone for too long. Just make sure you're, you're standing in uh, Tasmania's one 
pl- like square foot of land with phone reception. Yeah, just don't stray because <laughs> yeah, get get a bit hard to hear, mate. As as much as uh, as much as we like uh, rag on that one, Tassie's the only state with MBN everywhere now. <laughs> oh, yeah, because then they had to lie. They only had to lay like three oh, meters of it. <laughs> <laughs> Tell you what, Brent, you, you're doing comedy. I just want to give a you, you know you performing with some big names down in Tasmania. I'm still doubtful that you do comedy. Could you just give us a little knock knock joke for us? Just a, you a know. little knock knock joke. Yeah. Well, they're not they're not uh, they're not renowned highly in the uh, comedy comedy one, but I've got a few for you. Let's let's just fire them off. I'll see what I can do for you. Yeah, just one, just one. Oh, uh, just one. But when I have so much for you, I don't know how to how to limit that. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, knock knock. Who's there? Who's there? Who's there? Your ex girlfriend. <laughs> Your ex-girlfriend who? Yeah. Your ex-girlfriend who doesn't love you anymore. Boom, got you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cracker, hang, hang on, got the drum roll. Yeah. He's here all week, ladies and gentlemen. Actually, he's not here at all. I'm not here <laughs> at all. I'm going to be over there anyway. Uh, you, you got anything that doesn't directly attack us, yeah. personally? Okay, uh, knock, knock. Who's there? Interrupting cow. I- interrupting cow who? Is there a big cow with bad timing, though? So I, I, I don't know what to say. Move. Got ya. Ah. I, was, I was thinking that that was going to be hard with the delay on the phones, but you pulled through. It's all right. So you'll be back next I, week, yeah? Yeah, I will be back Wednesday. Back, I couldn't let you boys run the whole show without me for too long. Mm. I'm going one week to replace me. Is it two or three years that you guys are getting there? Oh, seven. Seven? Yeah. They were doing a like seven-part harmony before you missed it. It was amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I, I, I'll do an eight-part harmony next week. You wait. Yeah, just by yourself. Are you going to layer it with loop pedals or are you just going to do some like Mongolian throat singing? <laughs> What do you reckon? I'm in the mountains of Tasmania right now, training with Munch. <laughs> Brilliant. Brent, good to talk to you, mate. Just before you do go, I have a request. Can you just bring someone on the show? Lots of people have not gotten back to me about you Mate, I, you have one job. I know. <laughs> my, my, job is to, my job is to bring the terrible banter. Yours is to bring the guests that can listen to it. <laughs> yeah, could you help a brother out, though? Could you? Could you? You know what? Uh, next week, there's tax and everything. I'll, I'll, I'll got you back. I'll bring someone on for you. I'll oh. bring you a game developer. How does that sound? I Good. That sounds, that sounds great. great. It, it, just as well, because Eli has restraining orders from most of the major Australian breakfast <laughs> television presenters now. He's been waiting outside their houses in the bushes, well, I'm but just still I'm, can't book anybody. I'm just delivering mail, but they don't get that. <laughs> yeah, I got a uh, I got an email from Koshi the other day. He said, if Eli is found outside the studio one more time, we're going to have to put him, put him in, like, charges. <laughs> I'm just trying to make friends. You're going to uh, bring them a bowl of cereal at 3pm in the afternoon. Yes, exactly. Yeah, well, it's the old adventure. I like she's on brand. Yep. Can we swap her with you? <laughs> yes, we can. All right, look. We'll uh, make the updates to the All Day Breakfast uh, hosting roster in time for next week. But, Brent, thanks for talking to us, mate. Uh, anytime, boys. You know I love you. I'll talk to you next week. Be back in the studio. Goodbye, milkmen people. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> See you, mate. Right now we have Bombay Royale with Moja. Fantastic. Get around it. New favourite album, that one. Bombay Royale with Moja? Moja? Oh, such it's difficult it's... pronunciations in the run every week. I think I need, like, uh, phonetics. Just to get through the the back announcers every time, Eli. We've we've trekked the globe. We've just got such a diverse 
diverse range of musical influences here on the All Day Breakfast. It's just about time to, to wrap the show. But before we do, a little little token of gratitude to our guests this week, Zoe and Louis from Zoe and the Milkmen. Time to unwrap your gift. Oh, we got a mug. Josh, so Josh Parrish, what Josh Parrish just did is hand over the All Day Breakfast mug. It is the most beautiful thing in the universe. Guess yeah, how is. much milk We're we can drink with this. Four people. <laughs> Whatever type of milk you take. We... Exactly. We can take any type of milk. I'll have soy milk in there. Yep. I won't. <laughs> <laughs> just, just so you know, they're, they're ceramic, handmade in the hills of Japan, and we have to ship them out once every blue moon. Mm. And don't drop it. Actually, so they weren't made in China. No, no. I, I don't read the bottom; it'll it'll spoil it. Spoil <laughs> <laughs> surprise. I think they were they were made by a uh, Russian mafia subsidiary, actually. Ah, oh, but <laughs> doesn't matter. The most beautiful coffee mug you've ever had is in yeah. your hands as a token appreciation. Shotgun, and look. Uh, as giveaways. Oh, I'm sure you guys can share it. Just two straws out of the same mug. Maybe you have, have some sort of rotation policy. Uh, but, yeah, look, it is a very exclusive run, uh, mostly reserved for the guests we have in the show. But, listeners, if you do want an all-day breakfast mug, please go to the Facebook page. There's a, a post sticky there with a beautiful, beautifully choreographed video. Slow motion pouring things in. It's 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 quite meditative. Uh, it's, you wouldn't believe it. It's so relaxing. Um, and so get in touch. Hit us up. You know, on the Facebooks, on the Twitters, if you if you really want one. Mm-hmm. And we're going to be up on the Potty Boys, uploading the best sp- spots and bits from today's show. We yeah. have to wrap it up, Josh. But yeah. you know what, we you, guys, we've got a theme here on the yeah. show. You know, you know what that theme is. Mm. It's this show is all about staying true to yourself. Am I right? Uh, I I'm you so were right. Say breakfast. Stay true with whatever you want. Yeah. But thank you so much for coming in. Thank you so much for listening. You're thank on Sin ninety point seven. And that's all for this week. Like us on Facebook, Twitter, and Bebo. And be sure to...